0: bowling. I had like maybe six frames in a row, where I got a strike or a spear, which was really awesome. Hmm. I kind of blew it on the other ones, though, so signed it up with like a one forty-eight or something. I think the last like, time I bowled, I got a 67. Yeah. yeah That's pretty bad. Terrible. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Jen, would it be?
1: It's probably 15 years ago. Well, it sounds like the music is playing us in. Uh, welcome to the Video Reformation Podcast. Welcome. I am yeah. Ben Oliver.
0: Yes, you are. And you are Justin Plant. Yes, I am. <laughs> you want to try that again? I'm Justin. I'm Ben. Great.
1: And we're the co-founders of Storyboard Media, your hosts here for the Video Reformation Podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about video for customer success. Before we do that, a couple housekeeping uh, items. One, if I've done my math correctly, this episode will be released on Monday November 25th. Mhm. That means What's the
0: significance of that?
1: That's them? the la- that's my last day in my 30s. Mhm. So if you're listening to this on the day it was released, which let's be honest, I Everybody, think your mom is the only one who does that. She's the first one to, to like or comment on most of our social posts. Yeah. So this is, depending on whether you're listening on the day it's released or some day after, this is either the last day of my 30s or, or I suppose if it's promotion day, the first day of my 40s. So big Fantastic. old happy birthday to me.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna hold off until it's actually your birthday because right now it's still like a month out.
1: Right, yeah, I don't wanna monopolize. I mean, yesterday was David's birthday Yep And I don't want to take any And then Anthony's got a pretty big milestone birthday Coming up in a couple yeah. weeks He'll be 30 on, I think, November 1st
0: He's so mature
1: for a 29-year-old He is He is <laughs> So, yeah, so happy birthday to me And then we're going to um, do something a little bit different With our sponsor this time And, and probably from now on um, So I just want to quickly mention our new sponsor for this week uh, Welcome to Rounding Second Heavy Petting Zoo uh, we will hear more about our ad from them uh, later in the episode, so make sure you stick around that for uh, stick around for that. Meow. Yeah. On to our topic of the day here: uh, video for customer success. So, big picture, this kind of fits in where we tend to see video as an opportunity for kind of the revenue teams, the revenue teams being marketing, sales, and customer success. Mm-hmm. We've talked about some general video marketing stuff. I think every episode we do has a lot of marketing, mm-hmm.
0: a lot of marketing, a lot of sales. Yeah,
1: and we've talked specifically some already about sales and how to utilize video in in sales. And we haven't really touched a whole lot on on customer success. So we feel like after finishing our our time through the uh, through the seven phases, it's time to make sure that we hit on kind of that third. And it, th- those aren't the only applications for video.
0: Of course not. You HR know, recruiting, HR recruiting. Training
1: internal comms, all all those kinds of things, we tend to focus on marketing, sales, customer success as those three kind of core revenue teams.
0: Why would you say that customer success is a revenue team?
1: Well, I think they're ultimately responsible for a number. I think there's two angles to customer success. One is managing churn Mm -hmm. and keeping customers from leaving, whether it's putting out fires or managing relationships, especially since so many things are subscription model now. Right. I mean, a lot of the thinking about a subscription model is you get someone to commit to it and then they forget that they're doing it. But you almost need to look at it like every month you have to sell them because any month they could decide, I don't want to use this service or product anymore. And then I think the other part is, and and this is the more common side, is those upsell opportunities Mm -hmm. with customers. So keeping customers from leaving minimizes a loss of revenue, but then upselling existing customers, whether it's upgrading them to another level of service or selling them additional products, depending on what type of business you're doing, those existing relationships are oftentimes the lowest hanging fruit Mm -hmm. because they've already committed to, to your product or service. And so oftentimes it's easier to land and expand, mm-hmm. get in at one point in the company and then expand within that company until your, your product or service is fully utilized throughout that, that company is yep. best case scenario. What about advocacy?
0: Forget video for a second, just having great customer success teams builds uh, qu- quite a following. For customers, even people who aren't customers, being able to recommend that you go check out Storyboard Media Cause you're just a fan of who they are. Uh, there's, uh, you know, opportunities for revenue. So much of our sales are through networking uh, and people we know. Um, and, and so that's huge for us is to be, we'll talk later about some of the ways that we use video actually in house for, uh, in the customer success world. I think that sets us apart and it creates fans, it creates engagement with our clients. Yeah. Um, we at least haven't gotten any bad feedback on it.
1: Well, that's true. We've gotten a lot of non-feedback. <laughs> We've gotten some good feedback, too. Yeah. So when I started to go through, when I started to think about how to kind of wrap my head around the opportunities for, for video for customer success, the first thing that popped out at me is just generally speaking, how video is so good for an This may sound like a cop out now that I'm figuring out how to say it out loud, but like video is is so good for anything repeatable. If you've got a message that you need to tell multiple times, you've Mm got to scale it, but it's the same message every time. Like uh, frequently asked questions Mm -hmm. or a standard onboarding template or like how to's or a demo or, you know, all those kinds of things. There are, you know, video is a great way to just basically script out what you want to say, capture it you've got the opportunity to show and tell, Mm -hmm. which we're going to get into. Um, So it's fantastic for anything repeatable, but I think it's also, and we've talked about this in sales, it's also great for those one-to-one conversations Mm -hmm. and it really allows you to put a face to like a support ticket or something like that. So whether it is onboarding a new client, and using video to walk them through certain features, whether mm-hmm. it's a, a like a live video, video chat kind of thing, or if there's a series of, of like step-by-step videos to onboard someone, having like a screenshot and a face and those kinds of things, even if it's custom and one-off, video is a great way to do that without, you know, having to actually be in the same room with right, someone. Right,
0: because not only is it something that saves you time as the customer success agent, um, but... It also lets your your clients do it on their time. Right. You don't have to schedule a 4 o'clock meeting or, or screen share or anything. They can watch it at home on yep. the can. Yeah. Yep. That's where let's I watch admit. most of my yeah. onboarding <laughs> videos.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it's it's there to, uh, again, kind of humanize a support ticket, for example. So if, if I – I can't tell you how many times – I'll send a support message through a form on a site, you get an automated email response that says, we've received your message, we'll get back to you in 24 to 36 Mm -hmm. hours or what. You know, fine, and then they get back to me, it's this long email that's just been written out by someone. I mean, it'd be so much more engaging if somebody just popped on their webcam and said, hey Ben, thanks so much for the ticket, totally something we've dealt with before. Uh, let Here me walk you through v- how to get through mm-hmm. this, or let me add some videos to this playlist, right? Right, and and walk you through this. That would be so much more engaging. And yes, you get to to do it on your own personal time. But instead of being like ticket number one two seven six five three, yeah, all of a sudden it's it's Ben and Justin, you know, having this conversation back and
0: forth. Yeah. Instead of also instead of just sending you to a knowledge base where then you have to kind of poke around, and I feel like knowledge base is rarely have exactly my concern
1: i feel like knowledge bases have gotten worse over the yeah. last couple years
0: yeah it's like somebody it it's like somebody made the equivalent of a whiteboard video for, for knowledge <laughs> bases and everyone's like oh we just need whatever that is and it's like a template that everyone's using it just doesn't yeah. feel helpful
1: um okay so Does that sound like a way to kind of structure this is is we'll kind of jump into the repeatable and scalable things first and then we'll kind of dive into the one almost. Sure, yeah, it makes sense. All right. Um, so what it let let's let's the first thing that comes to my mind for kind of that scalable stuff, let's talk a little bit about FAQs. Okay. So virtually every website that you go on now of any kind of scale, even super small businesses, have a frequently asked Mm -hmm. questions. Mm -hmm section, 99.8% of the time, those are text-based pages. Yep. Talk to me a little bit about how video can change that experience.
0: Um, first off, just from a, a, an engagement standpoint, people are gonna be more interested in pressing play than they are going to be scrolling down and reading the whole thing, so that alone. But with video, you have the opportunity to show and tell, and which creates a lot of efficiencies um, for the viewer and for the the producer, the uh, company who's making these FAQ videos. So, um, and and like you said before, being able to put a face to these, even if it's just five second intro of Sally from from customer success, it's it's connecting with that person on a different level than it is just saying here, read this, figure it out. You know. Yeah. Um,
1: it also occurs to me, too, that I, I think FAQs are, are kind of used in two separate ways. There's the marketing purpose for FAQs, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a, a customer self-education piece. Mm-hmm. And video certainly helps for that. But mm-hmm. since this episode is about customer success, then there's kind of like whether it is your knowledge base or your help center or whatever. Most of them still have then kind of a frequently frequent issues, frequently asked questions kind mm-hmm. of thing that, you know, is something more specifically geared toward people who are actually using the product. How do I sign up? You know, how do I log in? How do I, all those things that, that are asked over and over. And it's real easy to come up with that list. If you don't already have a list of frequently asked questions, if you're getting into like building a content a video content map for your customer service department, customer success department, FAQs are the easiest way to go. So even if you don't have an FAQ section, just run a search of your most popular support tickets. You know, and then see what, you know, top 10 questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are most frequently asked and then figure out what is the, you know, what is the kind of lowest common denominator? What answer answers all of those scenarios for each of those questions? And then there you've got 10 videos yeah. for for customer success that you didn't have before yep. and you're well on your way.
0: And I think there, it, it may come as a surprise to some people who aren't very used to Producing video, but I think making FAQ videos are easier than writing out the ten steps and showing screenshots and circling yeah. things because you can you can fly through the screen. You just need a screen recording app, QuickTime. That uh, was yeah, QuickTime, which mm-hmm. every Mac comes with. Yep, um, has a screen record. I don't does it even have a camera option? I don't remember. I don't remember probably. But, but that right there gets you ten free customer you know FAQ videos in probably. Two hours, yeah, and and you can instead of having to write everything out word for word, you can kind of just work through it and show people and say, and then you'll see this thing down here. It's kind of a green color. It, when it's written out, it's a lot harder to to clarify that. Yeah, sort of I mean, thing.
1: you'd you'd have to write out every word. You'd have to go and screenshot certain sections. Yep. embed those
0: screenshots. Open up and, Microsoft Paint you know. and circle the little green thing. <laughs> right, um, I miss Paint. Yeah. That was, like, the only thing to do <laughs> with your computer before the Internet.
1: Yeah. Anything else on um, FAQs? Um, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll come up with it as time um, comes. Uh, yeah, in fact, uh, you know, FAQs are such a great way to get started, too, that we even have one. I don't want to seem too self-promotional here, but, like, we've even got one of our video initiatives is an FAQ package, where basically we go in and identify those opportunities mm-hmm. for a client, and we then plan out, write, and, and shoot, and mm-hmm. edit that content and help them, you know. And even
0: do, like, if you're a Zendesk user, there's a great integration with with Vidyard and some, some of their video support tools that can just build right into your Gmail, your support ticket system. Um, it's a really cool cool system. So uh, if you're wondering, if you have any questions about it, I'd be happy to, to kind of show you around there. Yeah, you've been talking to Zendesk a lot lately. So yeah, they're, they like have a an good amazing agency partner. Uh, re- yeah.
1: Yep. Um, I think it's, you know, when, when you think about FAQs, um, you know, from a revenue standpoint, I think it does a couple things. One, it goes to um, – giving your customers that information so that they can have self-help and and solve the problems that they have so that they won't leave when their next monthly billing comes up or whatever that scenario is but it it also from a customer success team management point it uh, it the better educated your customers are and the more you're proactively giving them information on how to solve certain issues the less they're creating new support tickets sure yeah so you can actually take your customer service staff and put them on your bigger problems your uh bigger clients whatever those things are so that they've got the time not answering every single question that's coming in because there's this great library of already available Mm -hmm. because How great would it be even to just get a support ticket from someone and say, "Justin, thanks for your email. This is a pretty common problem. Let me, you know, direct you to our FAQ, this FAQ video. Mm-hmm. If this doesn't uh, solve your problem, let me know." But then it could just be taken care of. So there is some one-on-one,
0: sure, yep. or
1: it's just that a customer goes and finds it. They solve their problem, and then they never even have to reach out to yeah. customer service. You're still providing that customer service, even if it's. Passive, yeah. From you know, in terms of an engagement standpoint,
0: that's one of the um, the the scalability. Like, so we work. We often work with a lot of uh, growth stage companies. You know, um, they are growing so fast. And the last department that gets any attention is customer success because yeah. they're there to start. Um, they're giving money to sales and engineering to build the product and sell the product, and customer success is looked at, at last. They have such a hard time managing this. And I was talking to a, a prospect uh, probably a year ago now. Uh, they were so inundated by their own sort of attrition, people leaving the role so they'd have to do a lot of hiring and they need to grow and manage accounts. They're like we don't have time to do any of this video stuff because we're, we're hiring and managing all these issues. If they didn't have to spend all of their time in a one-on-one scenario addressing questions that video could address, they they could solve two problems at once.
1: Yeah. Um, and that honestly, that's one of the most interesting things that I find working with growth stage companies is it's oftentimes so crazy Mm -hmm. and they're growing outside of their own control that they don't have the time to take a breath and do those things on their own. And, and you know, again, when you've got a, a solid video partner, you know, who has worked with you in, in multiple business units and that kind of thing. I mean, the more that, that your part, your video partner knows about you, the easier it's going to be to trust them to kind of take that on mm-hmm. and just create something for you so that you don't even have to take the breath. Yeah. It just, I mean, come
0: on, you just closed a hundred million dollar round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
1: talk. I can't, can't, can't put up 30 grand for, uh, you know, a, a dozen FAQ videos. Um, <clears throat> okay. How about, um, onboarding? I think onboarding is something that is one of those categories that actually fits in both categories the kind of one to many the scalable repeatable uh-huh. but it also is, is kind of that one to one so let's talk about onboarding from a from a one to many i think there's a lot of especially anything app based yes, um, yes if you've got any kind of like feature tour for for new users anything like that being able to this is what i'm talking about about onboarding it's it's that new customer Mm -hmm. new user Mm -hmm. kind of opportunities. And so there are certain steps that you want customers to take, uh, new customers to take, as they're building their account or setting up, you know, whatever their user in in this platform. And we've been through plenty of demos and beta versions of of sites and things like that, where if you don't do the things in the right order, like you're missing out on half of the functionality Mm -hmm. of of the platform. Um, And so... If you're using something like a uh, kind of a what do they call those it's a guide but it's some kind of like what pendo does oh um, well, so anyway. yeah it's just
0: like an onboarding tool okay walk me does okay. same, like similar things is yeah. that what you're talking about
1: yeah so you know those often times Allow you to integrate video so that you can mm-hmm. actually, you know, you can actually have that pop up that says, All right, let's start here and put in your profile information. Right. And then you've got a little play button that you can click that then walks you through a screenshot, you know, a yeah. screen recording of how you actually enter your name yep. and, you know, all that stuff. And then great. Now let's automatically move on to the next step and start uploading some files mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that platform is doing. Um, and that's going to take. Even if you want to have a, a one-on-one aspect of onboarding, that's, that's an opportunity to just save so much one-on-one time mm-hmm. because even if you want to have a customer service or onboarding specialist guide every new client through that onboarding process, you can still guide them and then hand them a library or a playlist of certain videos mm-hmm. that then, and like you said earlier, do on their own time Right. instead of having to like schedule an hour. And so if you could get imagine if you could get your onboarding specialist from, you know, an hour per client of of face to face real time onboarding to like a fifteen minute conversation yeah. where they're just giving them the tools and say, Let me know if you have any questions. Yep. Yeah. That means you could do four onboardings in an hour mm-hmm. instead of the one, you know, and multiply that by how many people you have there to yeah. do onboardings. I mean you can actually get through a lot more, a lot quicker and then you can then customer success can put the pressure on sales to go somewhere, mm-hmm. which so rarely is an opportunity <laughs> for customer success departments to do.
0: You know, we work with a lot of software companies too, right? And if your, if your product takes some setting up, like imagine if you're like an email marketing software. One of the biggest uh, concern, and I know this specifically because my friend's a sales engineer in email marketing, software company, um, one of their biggest concerns is time to value and decreasing the time to value. So what does that mean? That's, that's how long does it take for the day that your client bought something to the day that they're seeing a return. Okay. The shorter that time to value is, the more appealing that product is to, to potential clients and the happier your customer is. Hmm. So being able to get someone up and running with your product quickly is a very important thing. That's, that's, that's one of the main, uh, you know, metrics of success in, in customer success these days. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um,
1: next on the list is how tos. I I don't, I don't know that they're necessarily any different than FAQs.
0: Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, like, like I said, some of this stuff just flowed out and it wasn't necessarily like, you know, super well thought out. Um, (laughs) So how about like um, product updates and new features?
0: Yeah, so um, we talk a lot about Vidyard. They do this every quarter. Um, they'll they'll send out their new features, or they'll, they'll launch their new features, um, and they'll launch them over time. But then every quarter they kind of catch you up. Here are some of the things we did this this quarter, mm-hmm. and they'll walk you through the the, the changes they made to the platform. Um, it's it's a really nice thing it doesn't happen too frequently but it's nice like when if you read that they're they're changing or adding this feature i don't sometimes you don't know what that means but when you see it actually done in real like in real time Mm -hmm. within the platform you're like oh that's super cool i can just do this from my email now um something like that um what do you remember click up i was i was yes i do and i was gonna mention that's click up um what are they, project management tool? Yeah, we barely know because we didn't touch it, but our project, project manager manager did did. She loves it. Um, but they were so good about this. I would say is probably every 10 to 20 days they released a feature. they would send, a, send all their users an email. and in that email was a thumbnail. It was a, a gif, an animated gif. Thumbnail uh, with a play button on it that kind of kind of gave you a little sneak preview of what was it, wh- what that feature is about. Mm-hmm. So of course, yeah, you click it. You want to see what it is. Yeah. You go there.
1: You, you see. You see now available Gantt charts. Yeah. And in the thumbnail, the animated GIF, you actually see like building out a Gantt chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Then you go watch that, and you realize there's this cool new feature that you really want to use. It makes you a power user, and power users. Our advocates, they stick around, they spend more money, they make recommendations, um, and that's what the whole customer success thing is about.
1: I think Frame.io does a fantastic job of it too. Yeah, they
0: do. They make some really great videos.
1: Yeah, and, like, they, and I they know their audience, right? I mean, they are, they are selling primarily to video producers, mm-hmm. whether they're in-house or, or agency yeah. or freelance video producers. So I think they know that they have to provide a certain production quality, Yeah. but you don't lose the benefits of the new features and the updates in the fact that it's a really good video. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can do a really, like, like I think you were talking about before, you can do, like, a screenshot and and a webcam kind of thing, or you can do something really nicely produced that, you know, that gets the attention of whoever your audience is, too. But, you know... And, and maybe it maybe it doesn't go without saying, but you know we're always big on audience. Consider the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what is it? And and it's it's just as true for customer success as it is for sales as it is for marketing. Sure. Um, okay, I'm gonna throw the NPS section to you a little bit because I know you've been doing a lot of work on some testing of kind of integrating yeah. video into into getting some NPS results from customers.
0: So this is, just, honestly, a, a, just a quick background on this. Uh, well, what is NPS? NPS is Net Promoter Score. And that essentially is how likely are your customers to recommend this product to, to somebody else. Uh, and that's usually on a one to 10 scale. Uh, Vidyard has some really cool custom features. You can can create custom events within the video and you can put that event wherever you want, right? So let's say you want to create a link to a white paper and put that in the video. So when you're watching the video, someone can click on that actual link inside the video player and go to the white paper. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can make that button pink and use this type of text and you know whatever. You can put it wherever you want on the screen at any point in the video. So there, there's a lot of customization and you can use, you can create your own code. Uh, so the NPS tool that uh, we launched a, a while ago is, was actually just my kind of land and expand opportunity. I thought, well, c- could I get some customer success people to start using video because of this NPS tool? My theory was that you would get more engagement Because video is more engaging, you would get more engagement from this NPS tool using video. And because you had a smiling, happy face right before, and it might even be your customer success agent. If that face came up before you were asked to make your recommendation or or what number you would rank them, you would get better results.
1: The thinking being that you're actually being asked by an individual who you have a relationship with mm-hmm. to say, Hey, how would you rank us or me on a scale of one to 10 yep. instead of just this like email. text box mm-hmm. in an email with like your company's logo at the top. All of a sudden it's a one-to-one, it's a
0: personal very personal question, right?
1: as opposed to another annoying email.
0: Um, and so we, you know, in the player uh, we created the question, the, and then 10 buttons or 11 buttons and all those would auto count calc- would anytime you sent that out let's say i sent it to you ben you click 9 you're that likely to what you recommend for us you me to get a nine? <laughs> all that would go to a google doc that was custom for, for the client and it would aggregate all that stuff it would create the in real time uh, accurate MPS score um, you would also be able to track who gave what recommendation mm-hmm. Um, which, if, if you have who you think is like your most important customer, and they click too, you might want to get on the phone and start solving or even some problems. The six. Right? Yeah. So that's that's it's not a I haven't seen this feature anywhere. I do think it's a really cool feature, uh, especially with Zendesk having uh, a Vidyard integration mm-hmm. and free options there. Um, that Zendesk and Vidyard were really helpful in in. Getting things going and letting me offer some free uh, some features that are usually paid mm-hmm. uh, to c- customers who wanted to test this out.
1: So, what if anyone listening wants to test this out? What's the best way to to
0: try it? Um, just call me or, or send me an email, and we can talk to see if you have the right uh, things in place or what we would need to do to create it. But that's since, since we're still testing it, we do that for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just love to kind of collect some more data and get some user feedback.
1: Yep. All right, and then uh, looks like maybe you added in a note project management tool.
0: Yeah, so because our project manager is no longer here at the moment, she's not dead. No, no, no. She's uh she's raising a baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good for and her.
1: Running her own business.
0: Mm-hmm. We are very in tune, in touch with this particular part of. We
1: are necessarily involved in the project management of our current client's project.
0: Yes. On a weekly basis, we found that with with project timelines always kind of shifting, and there being a very waterfall approach to the project management in, in some cases, where if we don't get feedback on something, that for an extra week that pushes a whole bunch of timelines because we happens can't, all the time.
1: Yeah, a- every client, it's just part and of it, the nature of this business.
0: And I'm sure it happens in other businesses too. There's probably yep. some very common. So anyhow. We realize that we need, to, if we're not sending emails and calling our clients every, you know, every day or every couple of days, there needs to be at least one point in the uh, in the week where we touch base and say, "Here's what we've been working on this week. Here's what is happening next week, and here's what we need from you, still." Um, and we we write that all out in text, in bullet form, mm-hmm. but the video that we create is basically us talking through some of that stuff and giving them uh, some maybe a little bit more well-rounded information as to, uh, as opposed to just the plain text project update. And our clients always watch them. Yep. They watch 100% of them. They may not watch
1: them immediately, but they sure. watch them within a couple days. Yeah.
0: And we know that they've watched it, so we know that they're updated. Um, we like yep. to add something that's you know along the lines with our brand. Ben uh, so I usually add in a, a fun factor or something like that. Ben's been doing deadpan dad jokes. Yeah. And, and it's just a fun way to engage with our clients and make it, remind them that we're people, we're fun, um, that this is all supposed to be fun, like video's a really fun thing. yeah. Um, and so it's it's been a great tool for us to stay connected to our clients and for them to engage with us on their own time.
1: We even had um, a client email us back a couple weeks ago because for some reason the video cut off before the punchline of the deadpan dad joke. And he was angry that he couldn't hear what the punchline was. Yeah. Um, And, you know, pro tip, like, put that at the end. Like, give, you know, if they start to expect it, Mm -hmm. right, and and they know that they're going to hear, like, what's the stupidest dad joke that that Ben can deliver deadpan this week, you know, you're going to listen to, like, project status Mm -hmm. (laughs) waiting for, you know, that little that little like roll of the eyes—I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that laugh. Yeah, um, but I think that's something that we've always done from day one: is we want to, you know, entertain as much as we're educating and informing, mm-hmm. and, and that's just our brand. It doesn't mean it's right for every brand. Sure. Um, whatever's right for for you as a person, or, or you as a your company as a brand, or even your business unit—I mean, that's how to use that. But
0: the engagement statistics are just so. it's just helpful to know that our clients are engaged
1: yeah and it's a great way to to share the message with a group of people too Mm -hmm. because if there are multiple levels of you know management Mm -hmm. involved in the project it's a great way for the people who aren't involved in the day-to-day to just be kept informed of you know one whether we're doing our job on time but also if the people who work for them are giving us what we need yep um and again it's just all about engaging that audience and and the video tends to do that um, okay, so I think that's a good list of the kind of scalable options. Here is our uh, sponsor break for this episode. Attention, Raleigh Durham. Rounding Second Heavy Petting Zoo, your favorite baseball themed makeout facility, is coming soon to a sketchy part of town near you. Are you looking for a secure place away from home to make out? Still live with your mom? Indulging sinful impulses? Have a wife? Rounding 2nd Heavy Petting Zoo is the place for you. Looking to meet like-minded singles on site? Sign up for our Fantasy Draft program. Looking to get some pointers on how to ride that razor's edge between third base and full-on intercourse? Try our Spring Training program. Planning on visiting often? Sign up for our Rewards program, the Hall of Fame. After 68 visits, you get the 69th free. Need the aid of a corked bat? We've now got Sildenafil, the active ingredient in Viagra, for sale at our concession stands. Rounding second, Heavy Petting Zoo. Opening soon on that part of 70 between Raleigh and Durham that isn't Glenwood but also isn't Miami Boulevard yet. You know where Tom Katch used to be? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> right. No. I don't know where that is. Rounding second, Heavy Petting Zoo biz. Also, dental purchases require a prescription from a legitimate doctor. Both legitimate and doctor are in quotes. And we can't stress this enough, folks. No animals allowed.
0: Um, so I haven't been yet. Unfortunately. Like, usually we do a really good job I've done a trying really good these job. out. Yeah. Uh, but you told me a story about the Fantasy League. Yes. Do you want to get into that at all?
1: I, you know, I, I, I meant to tell you that in confidence. Um, yeah. The, yeah the fan- it, didn't, it, it, didn't, it
0: didn't cross it's, the line.
1: It's all dudes. And that's probably expected, mm-hmm. um, but not a whole lot of women seem to be partaking. There's like, a lot of just showing up to the, <laughs> the baseball-themed heavy petting.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's because of the marketing. They had all girls on the marketing for the fantasy league, so yeah. guys showed up. Yeah. But if they put some of the guys in there, and some of them, like you show me your, your picks, I mean, they're some of them were attractive mm-hmm. fellows.
1: Yeah, sure. If, if, if that's what you're looking for, yeah. then... I say go um i think what they realize is that we have such a strong female audience on our podcast that this is like the first step of them starting to branch out also they want you know with this new location i think it's their i think it's their 16th location
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they're first in the triangle and so you know
0: are they out of kalamazoo uh
1: yeah kalamazoo yep. michigan mm-hmm. Yeah, which is where you would imagine that something like this yes would start, so. yeah Um, All right. Well, welcome to our new sponsor, Rounding Second Heavy Petting Zoo. Okay, so we're back. We're back. And we're going to wrap up this conversation by talking about, um, one, we're talking about utilizing video and customer success. We've talked a little bit about how those scalable opportunities are there. Let's talk a little bit about kind of those one-to-one opportunities. we mentioned in the last bit that onboarding is one of those that that fits in both categories. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit how to kind of scale and save time, but how have we seen? How have you seen video used uh, successfully in kind of a one-to-one onboarding scenario? Well, um, some of it is. I guess. I guess the question is, have you seen?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. I know that for some of the software we have, we've had video onboarding, that were live Mm -hmm. meetings. Yeah, and that's that's definitely very helpful. Where we can both be in the platform at the same time. Uh, The you know, the success agent is there, showing us where certain things are, how to upload things. Um, So in that respect, yeah. I mean, we're not very very much a live video company. Um but it is it was video being used so that was very helpful um but I think whether it's onboarding or responding to support tickets it gives you that opportunity because like let's say you're like let's say your channel advisor you're an e-commerce platform that helps people sell their items their t-shirts their yeah. shoelaces whatever um there's so many intricacies that apply only to that particular client where you there is no scalable thing because either they've uploaded such horrible information that it it's really difficult to to like there's no video that's already created that shows mm-hmm. how absolutely horrible and messed up that is um you, you've got to you've got to be able to go in and show them so you can record a video of yourself and your screen, and show them where the video data is, or the, the data is, met, is messed up, um, how it needs to be arranged, um, and then package that video up in an email and send it. Um, of course, the Zendesk as well has that built-in feature, and when you're already, when you're there answering the ticket, whether it's in Gmail or or the platform, uh, the web app, you just click the little video button, and it's super easy to use.
1: Yeah, I I seem to recall when we were actually being onboarded to Vidyard mm -hmm. as a client, there were not only those live video conversations that we were having with what was her name? Oh, yeah, name. Um, Yes, it was something Eastern European.
0: Yes, Um,
1: Marina. And she was and she was great live, but then she also did. um, She had what seemed like kind of planned video follow-up messages Mm -hmm. and then also any issues that she wasn't able to answer that we brought up she then researched found the answer and then sent Mm -hmm. us a go video response so that we knew exactly how to do that crazy specific Mm -hmm. thing we had asked about and she didn't happen to know off the top of Mm -hmm. her head because it was outside of the standard onboarding script and i think i think that's that's similar to um you know now that i look now that i now that i really look at at these opportunities, the way that we use video to update our client teams are also great ways to just have one-on-one conversations with our clients, like our standard point of contact, mm-hmm. right? Our, our primary point of contact, whether it's about a new business opportunity or whether it's about walking them through a new contract for mm-hmm. a new statement of work or something like that. Um, and so there we're using the same tools. To the same people that we're sending these kind of like team messages and they're kind of scalable, but we're also using that same platform and those same abilities in a one-on-one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so and you know, we've already even talked about how to utilize video and responding to support tickets as we were just talking about how to do like the FAQ videos. But that's again, it's it's another way to to kind of deepen that relationship with a customer, give them a specific answer to a specific question. Right. If if they've got something that is outside of that FAQ, uh, maybe you actually can't. You don't have a pre-produced piece that says here to, here's how to do this, but you can then just walk them through the actual steps. Where still, it's better than like writing it all out mm-hmm. because it's faster. To it's faster, and you get to actually show them. I mean, in in so many of these, especially with like SaaS platforms, they could be logged into the back end of your account and actually showing you the screens that exactly. you'll see. And exactly how you need to change, or even like I was on the phone with Gusto, our payroll processor, this morning um, about some tax ID issues we have. Um, and they were able to uh, ask me to give them access, and they walked through so that I could see what they were doing. Right. They walked through and they just would like point on a field, and then of course I had to type it in. But he was, I was talking to him on the phone, and we're able to just you know, go through these changes mm-hmm. that for some reason weren't working for me and he was able to manipulate it enough that it actually
0: worked. So, in that scenario, I, I could see how he might record that mm-hmm. and send it to you in case anyone else in the organization has that same problem in the future. Yeah. Right, and now we've got our own custom FAQ video, mm-hmm. maybe not frequently asked question because it's a very cu- customized question. Yeah. But, but a, but a it's something... previously
1: asked question, yeah. <laughs> not a frequently asked <laughs> right. question. Right, yeah. that
0: it actually, you're going to have a whole bucket full of previously asked questions. That could be a thing. Yeah. Let's, let, let, yeah, let's bring a note about, um, on I that. I just want everyone Don't to be clear that was this. my idea. And um, I just named it. You named it, right. Yeah, but Justin came up with it.
1: And Ben perfected
0: it. Uh, ben spit shined it. Perfected,
1: spit shined. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. Um, my idea. <laughs> okay. Um, what about some other reasons to utilize video in customer success? because outside of kind of the opportunities I think one of one of the main reasons to do it is to collect all of that viewing data mm-hmm. that you can get from clients so whether it's individuals or scalable and mass we've we talked in our last episode the uh, analysis episode about which metrics to track, mm-hmm. and so uh, you may want to go back and listen to that episode to you know get a deeper understanding with some of these. But but you could potentially with your FAQ videos, I would highly recommend going back and checking the heat maps, see what sections of videos are people rewatching, mm-hmm. um, or is if they there, didn't watch it at all, or didn't watch at all. So a question, and, and and even and this is where views could be more than a vanity metric, is. Um, if you've got those, say, 10 FAQ videos that you made because you think they're the the most 10 frequently asked questions and you see that three of them are getting four times as many plays as everything Mm -hmm. else and two of them actually get virtually no plays, well, then you've learned something about your customer base and for some reason, that's not a question anymore. Maybe historically it was a question, but maybe you've done something in your onboarding Mm -hmm. that already addressed that question. So over the last year, you may have gotten... That question, the sixth most the most or whatever, but that means you don't necessarily have to have it as a frequently asked question anymore.
0: Or if one of those videos is getting ninety percent of the plays, maybe you have a user experience mm-hmm. flaw, yeah, and you could look into that feature and figure out how can we make this easier for the user if this is ninety percent of our problem, their problems. Um, yeah, and and I think it works on the one to one too. You touched on it uh, a little earlier.
1: Is you know like. If you saw, I think your example was in the NPS part of the discussion, mm-hmm. if you saw somebody gave you, one of your biggest clients gave you a low NPS score, well, these are the kind of metrics you can track with these things. So if you can see that an individual is maybe regularly not playing your weekly update emails from a project management standpoint, then maybe there's something going on in that in that relationship that needs to be addressed you know, or maybe they've been taken off the project and they haven't told you or something like there's a, a, an opportunity to understand what the actual people that you are communicating with. Uh, you can learn more by their actions and lack of actions yeah. than just, uh, then, then you
0: would be able to there's get like from like an email. Psychographic or, data yeah. that you can kind of gather and yeah. accumulate. It, it, t- t- it could tell you how to better work with the client
1: yes yeah um and then you know uh, i think there's an seo value to this stuff too we talked in distribution in the distribution episode about uh about optimizing your content Mm -hmm. for seo and and basically making it so that people can find it before you're Mm -hmm. promoting it i would do exactly the same thing here because if your faq library can become the repository where people in the industries that you're selling to come to find the answers to those top level frequently asked questions mm-hmm. if they're more <coughs> likely to find it because you've optimized the title the description etc then it may even generate new opportunities That's for true. you it's interesting um and so you know all that stuff and if you've got it embedded on your site it can help your domain authority and you know how the site overall is going to come up in search results i mean there's you know the better organized it is and the more you're integrating it into your site making it easy for, for people to find we've talked mm-hmm. about that before too mm-hmm. Um, It's just like the self-education part of the marketing journey. A lot of customers, I think, are doing a lot of self-educating before they reach out to someone too. I don't know the statistics like we do on, you know, uh, 86% of of customers do, you know, however much self-education before they feel Mm -hmm. comfortable enough reaching out to a sales rep. I imagine it's a similar uh, number for before they reach out to to support and so if they're not going to reach out to support and you're not making it easy for them to find the answers they need before they reach out to someone they'll
0: find another product
1: they'll find another product mm-hmm. and then you have not successfully managed your churn and that's going to affect your company's bottom line and mm-hmm. that's again we may all in our individual jobs want to create really good looking really you know creative work and all that kind of stuff but if it's not effective doesn't do it for me what's the point right um, and you know we can all we can all bring those you know better shinier bigger aspects in our individual jobs as long as we know that the people who write our checks are really concerned about you know that bottom line and that revenue number um, so if you can mix the two that's great mm-hmm. but you know don't sacrifice one for the other um, okay I think that's a decent top-level discussion of customer success opportunities in video. Anything you wanted to add?
0: No, I just think the uh, the optimized content and improving your site's SEO because of video, that goes really, really deep and I think we're gonna open up a, a different podcast, a whole podcast about that. Yeah. Maybe even bring David in. Um, there's some really amazing stuff that's being done that YouTube's doing right now mm-hmm. and launching and some test testing. Um, So that would be cool to check out maybe in the future.
1: Yep. Um, All right. Well, that is our discussion on video for customer success. Mm -hmm. We talked about kind of the scalable opportunities. We talked about the one-on-one opportunities. We talked about how to uh, help manage churn and and help upsell your clients um, by utilizing video. Um, We had a new sponsor this week, which I'll remind everyone is Rounding Second Heavy Petting Zoo. They are opening soon on that part of 70 between Raleigh and Durham that isn't Glenwood, but also isn't Miami Boulevard yet. You know, where Tomcats used to be? No. Rounding 2nd Heavy Petting Zoo biz. Apparently there's already a dot com, a dot co, and a dot net. But hmm. they're not affiliated with wow. our sponsor. Um, so, that's this episode. Thanks for listening for you all there on the uh, Instagram Live. I'm sorry. Uh, let's check in. Who do we got here? Ah, not our former project manager. Yeah, definitely Wave. Oh, actual Wave. I thought you meant like Emoji Wave. Yeah. She's wondering where her husband is. He's behind the blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, he's got a window and some water, and the window's cracked, so he'll be fine. Um, okay. All right, let's cut the podcast. Maybe we can give all our fans a couple of the Ooh, really? All this concert. Okay. Yeah. All right, well. That's the end of this podcast, right. we have a whole bunch of like droning on band. Or maybe we'll just keep recording yeah, while listen. we're sure. giving sure. our talk. Yeah, so we will uh, see you next time. And, you know, if by November 25th or 26th, we're still doing this, uh, live. we're still it live. We should stick it out to the office. Yeah, yeah we're just a nice. streaming the
0: live. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I think
1: Tucker wants to. Do. So we got Tucker on the Instagram live.